Today is Wednesday, July 13th. You're listening to Strength for Today, Understanding Christianity's mini podcast through the book of Philippians. I'm your host, Pastor Sean Cole. We are so thankful that you're listening to our podcast today as we continue going through the book of Philippians. We're in chapter 3. Yesterday we looked at how Paul considered everything a pile of manure, scubalon in the Greek language, compared to this passion of knowing Christ. And let's continue to read Paul's heart here in Philippians 3, 7-11. through 11. Whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For his sake, I've suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him And the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. There at the end of verse 8, Paul says that I've, I've considered a loss of all things, I count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ. Now I don't think Paul's talking about somehow gaining salvation by earning salvation or somehow gaining Christ in his own power or in his own initiative. I don't think Paul's saying, man, I hope I gain Christ. I hope I'm saved. What I think he's talking about is his ultimate end goal, that he longs to see Christ face to face in heaven one day. And in the meantime, he wants to know him more and more. He wants to gain Christ as that ultimate prize. He has Christ as a savior. He wants to know Christ more deeply. And then that one day he steps foot into heaven, he wants to see Christ, gain Christ. These really reflect new passions, new priorities of a believer. Does this characterize you today? Do you have a burning passion to know Jesus more deeply? and to gain Him as your all in all. What I really want to focus on, though, is a, is a deeply profound theological truth that is so important for us to understand, and that is in verse 9, Paul's new position. Paul's new position. To be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Now, Paul says to be found in Christ, in Him. What does it mean to be found in Him? Well, it assumes that before we were found, we were lost. We were hopeless. We were dead in our sins and trespasses. Christ came to seek and to save that which was lost. And so, this is in the passive voice, being found in Him. We don't go searching and finding Jesus on our own. He's the one that takes the initiative, and He came and He found us in our sin. But notice what Paul says, to be found in Him. To be found in Christ. And this is one of the great truths of the Bible, this whole idea of being in Christ. Union with Christ. This intimate, dynamic, spiritual union with Christ, to be found in Christ. And what does it really mean to be in Christ? Contextually here, when Paul is talking about being found in Christ, it has a great deal to do with imputed righteousness. Now, what is imputed righteousness? Well, it's the doctrine of justification by faith alone. Look at Paul's words very carefully. 
He says not, negatively, not having a righteousness of my own that comes through the law. Paul says, listen, I'm dead in sin. I can't produce any type of righteousness if I obey the law, if I'm this greatest Pharisee, if I'm a Hebrew of Hebrews. I can't have any right standing. I cannot be declared not guilty. I can't be accepted before a holy God with the righteousness that comes from me. I cannot produce it. I can't. I'm in Adam. I was born in Adam. I'm a sinner. I'm dead. I'm lost. I have nothing to offer God. But notice the exact wording. If we are to be declared not guilty or to be acceptable before a holy God or to be in Christ, where does this righteousness have to come? How, how is this righteousness given to us? Notice what Paul says. But that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. It's a righteousness from God. In other words, it's imputed to us. It is credited to us. It's reckoned to us. This is the doctrine of justification by faith alone. It's the whole idea that you are declared not guilty, not because of any righteousness that you've produced, but simply because you've trusted in Christ. That trust is a gift in and of itself. And the moment that you trust in Christ, there's this double imputation, this double exchange. Your sins, every single one of them, past, present, and future, are credited or imputed or reckoned to Christ's account. He bears your sins. You have that, you're no longer held accountable for those sins. You are not guilty. Your balance is, is zero. You, your debt has been paid. But you also need a positive righteousness. And so, going the other way, Christ's perfect record of righteousness is imputed back to you. It's credited back to you. So therefore, this outside or alien, as Martin Luther would say, righteousness that's from God as a gift is given to you. This is non-repeatable. It's a one-time declaration where God declares you based upon His sovereign mercy, not guilty, on the basis of an imputed righteousness. And Paul teaches this in Romans. Romans chapter 5, verse 1, Therefore, since we've been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Romans 8, 1, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is our new position. Paul says to being found in Christ, not having a righteousness that comes from ourselves, it has to be imputed to us, it has to be given to us as a gift from outside, the righteousness of Christ given to us. And when we trust in Christ, God makes that declaration that we're no longer under condemnation, that we've been forgiven, that we stand accepted in Christ. We've been forgiven. I mean, this is the great news of the gospel. This is the heart of the gospel justification by faith alone and Christ alone by grace alone it's the greatest announcement we can receive to be found in Christ so are you in Christ have you been found in Christ have you trusted in Jesus Christ alone to be your Lord and Savior and on account of trust when you trust in Jesus, have your sins been credited to Christ and has His righteousness been imputed to you so that you now stand in the position of being declared not guilty before a holy God, accepted, justified by faith alone? That's cause for, for, for joy. That's cause for worship. So today, would you praise the Lord that you're found in Christ, not having a righteousness of your own, but that which comes as a gift from God. Well, thank you for listening to strength for today as we continue through Philippians. Again, today is July 13th. I pray that you have a great day in the Lord, and Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. Until then, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Jesus.